Hey guys, welcome to the fucking podcast EP four. Four. Is oh. it four? Yeah, number three was animal videos. Yep, and, and haven't yeah. seen people for two weeks. Yeah. So, uh, life updates. Um, I just started working uh, full time. Um, I make teeth, metal implants. Um, and uh, Yvonne, she's uh, uh, a little unsatisfied, so she's been doing some soul searching. <laughs> <laughs> unsatisfied with life. <laughs> yeah, just you know how it be sometimes. Um, so yeah, we've just been busy with life. So that's sorry about the lack of uploads. Yeah, we're just like honestly just too tired and too lazy on Sunday. <laughs> yeah, so I'm trying to. We're trying to just you know set it. Set a reminder, you know, you just got to do it, even if it's a little bit. And it, even if it's garbage, it's better something than nothing. Do you feel like ever since you start working, the weekend passed by, like, oh. even faster? Oh, for sure. So, like, so precious. <laughs> I mean, but I, I think, in a way, you appreciate weekends a lot more, which is nice. Yeah, of course. Yeah. That's it's, what it's I was trying nice. to say. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, yeah, today was a nice day. We went to the beach, uh, just walked around. It was, it was really, it was a really good vibe. I was like... Being in an office all day makes you want to like go a little crazy. Mm-hmm. So like you feel kind of claustrophobic. Makes you appreciate living so close to the beach. <laughs> yeah. So that was the. Yeah, that was that was it. It was mm-hmm. a nice day. Yeah. So, how do you feel so far after working for two weeks? Um. I mean, I like my company. It's uh. I feel very rewarding. Um. Like. I understand what it is to be an engineer, I think. And, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm learning a lot, so I find it fulfilling. Um, what else? Like, I'm doing CAM or CAD, which is basically, like, you're drawing the, you're modeling the teeth, and you're shaping it so that when they print it, the machine won't break. Mm. So I'm making sure that, like, everything comes out, like, the instructions for the machine are good so that the machine, like, won't, like you know the millions of dollars machine doesn't explode mm. yeah but uh i've been kind of weird at my work i've been really outgoing <laughs> my previous job i was i was the not talkative one before um but at my new company it's it's very quiet because everyone's korean so i've been trying to introduce myself to everybody um i'm trying to say hello in korean or english or spanish and uh yeah i'm trying to meet every single person there and um, your korean got a lot better Oh, my Korean did not get better, but I know business terms now. Like, uh, 이상님, 부장님, uh, 대리, 팀장. I thought you start thinking in Korean. Oh, yeah, I definitely start. <laughs> so, Korean, because my Korean's not good. I speak like a three-year-old level. Like, they, all the, all the bosses, they really think that the way I talk is cute. So, it's been nice. Um, it's a good opportunity to just force myself to do it because I'm so bored at work. Oh. <laughs> Also make some new friends, know some new people. Yeah, it's, it's fun too. Yeah, I like I like my team. Everyone's nice. Um, mm. Yeah, just been a good time. How's a no complaints? Um, no, no complaints <laughs> yet. I mean, no complaints. No, there's no job that you're happy with a hundred percent, but there. Okay. No job's perfect. Yeah, you're making it like you're gonna look. You're gonna make me look so bad for complaining about my job. Oh no, dude! I complain so much, but he's complaining every day after uh, work. It's like, dude, I, fuck this! I, just, I hate my job. <laughs> I just I, I like to complain to get it out. What can I do? Yeah. So I've been writing a a gratitude journal every single mm-hmm. day in order to uh, pretty much like 
be more thankful and complain less. That's what they said is a good way to combat it. I mean, at the very least, I'm more thankful, appreciative, but I still complain just as much. So I don't know if it worked, but I mean, I'm at least I'm happier. <laughs> yeah. But the more... BS is still BS. Yeah. At least you're doing something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And before yeah. you complained too, but now like you're doing something yeah. and you're complaining. So it's like, at least you're doing something. Like, dude, I'm trying to go to school while going to work and I'm like, oh, can mm. I like cut my lunch break in order to like go to school? Because I end at six, work like work is at six and my school starts at six. So I get to like, I'm 20 minutes late, 30 minutes late every day. And my boss is just like, nope, you can't do it. And I'm like, oh, I mean, I understand. But I was like, there are some roles in companies are annoying. Yeah. I've, I've only been a rookie, so I can't make demands just yet. <clears throat> but it's mm-hmm. fine. I mean, I already told the professor, like, like this is what's happening. And uh, it's hard to study when you're going to work at the same time. And you're looking at a computer all day. Actually. You're using up so much energy. and. Yeah. <laughs> God, smell yes. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> frijoles, bro. She's, she's smoking that good frijoles. Yeah, but, it's like um, working is like you're using up all your energy of focusing and like mm-hmm. ability to process things. And after work, you just want to relax, not use your brain. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yeah. yeah. I mean, but that's why I have big respect to my buddy Bobby. That guy, he's a he's a genius. Respect to you, Bobby. Um, uh, one of my longer friends. I've had I've known him for ten years now. Um, but that guy, he's always studying after work and I'm like, mm. fuck. So I'm trying to be more yeah. like him. I think I'm honestly, ideally you should learn from better examples, but honestly, I learned better from bad examples of what not to do. <laughs> mm. That's another thing I want to try to do too. It's to like learn something during or after work. Yeah, upskilling. Like, yeah. Upskilling. It's like, I have some downtime my work hours because uh-huh. i so i'm a sales rep and i run around different um, clinics to meet uh, client potential clients and to try to sell and when there's no clients there's no sell and i have nothing to do <laughs> and it's just the schedule like oh sometimes there's just no one no one like i could potentially approach approach so, so i just have a lot of free time i have like free time but i can't really like use it to like oh go to a class or like do something else because it's like i have to be on call so it's like downtime like you can relax but you gotta you gotta be on call yeah and i feel like one i feel guilty two i feel like i'm wasting time for like relaxing or like be on my phone like going on social media or whatever like i just feel like it's a time i'm working i should try to do something to make my performance better or whatever Mm. but i kind of like feel a little lost during it i don't know what to do it's also like because i don't know if it's just this industry or like sales in general is that you don't feel the fulfillment other than the number like i'll say like you you like meet your quota you get a really good sell like those are like good it's fulfilling for like Uh, goals it's definitely also company dependent because i mean you're she's doing the outside sales instead of like inside sales so you don't have like is it inside or outside sales like where you're like outside of the company yeah like you have no office but like you know like in the office like the team that we know are the salesmen that are inside the company 
but she's the one that's like they're never at the office they're just in their like territory and they just have to like constantly oh, meet yeah. people it's different no it's, it's like oh, i know what you're trying to say it's like you don't have the co-workers that you're constantly spending time with like oh, even if you're having some like break time you have someone to 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 chat yeah <laughs> i don't know to uh, learn from and also like you're eating lunch by yourself it's just very lonely because you just meet strangers all the time and sometimes yeah. they're mean sometimes they're nice you know, but, you know i mean there are like some doctors were like meeting all the time like the office yeah. uh managers the staffs but yeah. like when we're talking to them trying to make friends with them it feels like it's very surface it's like oh it's just for the like benefit oh you got benefit i got benefit yeah we friends and if we don't then we're not friends it's kind of like really that's so you gotta i think with so, sales it's important to be able to talk like in the i mean i don't know but it's like you gotta be able to just talk about what they like to talk about yeah, it's yeah, a good yeah. Skill to learn. i mean i mean it is i mean i'm not saying like i, I don't do it I, I don't i hate doing it it's like i, I, I like i do it because the job requires me to do it because uh but i just like i don't know like i kind of i don't feel the fulfilling feelings in it mm. i don't know if that makes sense or maybe i'm too new to the job still uh, maybe you're just not supposed to be for sales too you know it could be that too. maybe yeah. it's a it's exploring been, process it's only been three months but i mean i think a nice thing with sales is you learn so much so fast yeah you do you're think, like thrown into the field by yourself and you're uh, figuring out how to talk to people how to make the sale they just throw you in the deep end mm-hmm. and i think that's a good way to learn is you want to be uncomfortable yeah it's overwhelming at first but like your body gets used to the temperature yeah, yeah, kind of. I figure out how like your style is, your personality, how how it fits to the. I mean, it's also nice because sometimes you just end work at like four, or three. Yeah, that's but another it's like thing. They call you at like ten though. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's another thing. It's like, oh yeah, I have a little bit more free time, but I kind of like don't know what to do to help improving my performance and sales. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm like I try to do a lot of things. I try to make some materials for like promotion. I try to I don't know like think. talk to people, talk to like alumni who are like sales or like in the field. For the just, most part, they don't. They just seem like they're in it just because like they're, they're just in it. I don't know. They never feel like like oh yeah, it's a good gig. It's it offers me what I want, which is flexibility. But it's not like. No, no salesperson's like, oh, I want to be a salesperson. That's what it sounds I like. I don't know. No, there are some really competitive people. They're like, know. oh, I want to be a sales. I want to be a successful uh, sales rep. Oh, my dad, he's sales, but he's also like the owner of the company. It's like, it's like very like small team. It's only like five people in the he company. He likes selling, he said. Yeah, yeah. He likes talking. It's, yeah. it's, it's like, you got to be a talkative person. Yeah. But I you think, get tired. You don't yeah. want to talk to people after work. It's yeah. just, just how it is. I think another reason is because I feel like it's not that genuine when you're talking to people. Like, oh, when you're working, I like my last job, I work in the office. I work with people. And like when you're talking to people, it feels like all oh, genuine. Like yeah. we're actually trying to make friends outside of work. Like, oh, you talk about things that you like and you're actually genuinely wanting to understand these people but when you're like when there's a product you're trying to sell and when there's the number they're trying to bargain those are just i think like there's only a lot of business and salespeople. they play you know one thing you should consider is golf actually you could play golf (laughs) with the no actually unironically that's what they do it's like every salesperson's like into golf because it's like you could build an actual like you're getting your office setting but like you know you're forced to stay four hours with this person you're supposed to get along so you might as well mm. you know talk and it's like low commitment because you're just playing golf yeah 
but like、mm. golf is. It's、sport. a little different because my clients are not as. Like、oh. repeat customers. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like the the type of the product is a little not that repeatable. <laughs> so I mean, maybe doctors. Maybe yeah, maybe. Yeah, or、but、do you like maybe you don't even play golf, but like figure out something you could do with them. Yeah, yeah. We do we like sometimes have meals with them.、Yeah. You know, it's also kind of like awkward to be there for a long time when you're like not that close with them yet.、Yeah. Like. I say, I mean, that's what I've been doing in my company. Every time I just say hello to every person. <laughs> no, every but see,、person. like you're like genuinely, you want to make friends. You want to know more connections. I guess you're like、yeah. you do want to know what they're doing and what type of person they are. But like, if it's like a secretary, you know, like, huh? If it's like a clinic, shit, your clinic, you're like, oh, I have to leave. Yeah, it feels like oh, they don't want to talk to me. It feels like I'm bothering them. I'm just trying to like make some conversation so like I can ask things from them. You know. <laughs> It's a good so, opportunity to read a lot of books, though. You finish a、mm-hmm. lot, right? So I start like reading a lot of business magazine like articles and try、uh, to like find books that improve just me generally as a person. <laughs> yeah, her dad read、uh, recommended. Yeah, asking the right question. Yeah, yeah,、uh, yeah. By Neil something, but this、mm-hmm. is on the list. Just trying to trying to figure out like figure out the schedule that like because I'm a I think I'm a competitive person in terms of my personal performance, but I don't think this type of Job. Competitiveness is what I'm looking for. Maybe, so, yeah, maybe you could also ask for more responsibility at work, like more pay. <laughs> But like, well, for what? I'm、uh, doing. I'm, I'm already doing something that's outside of yeah, yeah, like video editing or like making those promotional materials. <laughs> <In> those <laughs> are for marketing teams. Yeah. yeah. We, we tell them about how like、uh, they made you make edit a video and then like the <laughs> Premiere Pro the thing and they're like you should use iMovie. <laughs> tell this does. It's funny. They're like. No, no, no. So there's a the original file is like not that clear. The resolution is like it, the file is already like sent like a couple times on social media, so it's like not that clear. And then, and then、uh, because I'm kind of like I know how to edit video, so I did it. And then, but like the original file, the original file is not cl- not clear. So it was like 480p versus. So the resolution is not good. And then. <laughs> My team just told me I can use iMovie to make it better. But they don't understand that, like, <laughs> I use you, Premiere. <laughs> no, they don't understand that, like, you can't just upscale video. It's not like upgrade. It's like you need to switch out all the footage. Yeah. You, you you had to had to get the right footage from the start, but they're technologically illiterate, like old ladies. So. Oh my God, you're so mean. <laughs> it is what mean? it is, though. The, when they say iMovie, then you know there's the level of. Computer. You say shit about my com. Okay, what what about your boss? Anyozio, 내 이름은 김현수입니다. 수고하세요. Okay, I don't mean anything to my coworkers、yeah. in case they they see this. No, we you, he, you are forcing me to say this story.、Yeah. I mean, dude. Okay, I'll say this. My coworkers, they, my team is the quietest team in the entire company.、Uh, the cam team, quietest company. No one talks. I'm talking to myself in the bathroom. I, I'm not a talkative. I'm a decently talkative guy. There is zero talking in my in my company or my team. So、mm. I'm just like going a little crazy. And I just found out that like people, I they're allowed to put in one earbud, but not two. But I was like, no one even talks.、So、I was like, why is that a rule? So I was thinking like, oh maybe if I want to circumvent the rules, like there's a with the Apple Vision Pro, they have speakers that like use your bones to like transmit the sound. So I was thinking like, oh there's the Um, swimmers' headphones that like wrap around your head and they、mm. just make the sound like this, but it doesn't look like you got these little things in here. <laughs> so it's just like, oh, you could be aware and do it. 
but uh i'm too broke to afford those but uh <laughs> maybe if this podcast pops up i'll wear bone induction headphones so they don't so i can get around mm-hmm. it yeah but i mean i feel like i also learned a lot from a team like you know oh, like talking sure. to different people like they have different personality and then they have different ex- experience yeah. selling or like dealing with people it's like people are it, trying to poacher keep see- seeing a lot of different things I that think, you haven't seen i think also because from them i think also because you're on the field so much like people see you working mm-hmm. they like it's a good opportunity for the people that you, like they just see you around and they're like oh like like talk like they're just yeah it's it's a good like outreach yeah. you just you get you network so much so mm-hmm. easily yeah, yeah yeah compared to my job it's like you know what i mean i can only network within the company there's, mm-hmm. there's a limit to I, mean, people I think i just need to figure out a way to make that connection without play golf no 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 without like <laughs> without the there's it feels like there's a barrier because we're trying to make a transaction we're yeah. trying to make a deal but like oh when you're actually trying to know these people they feel like they're kind of like defensive because like oh you're, you're just trying to take money from me like yeah. i don't want to make friend with you i get it i need to figure out a way to to do that i guess just gotta but this is them. also a process of exploring if i want to be a sales or not just tell them the so what you're gonna do now the new thing you did on saturday oh okay yeah so like aside from work i feel like oh maybe i can do something else to feel that like lack of purpose like i because i want to do something that's like actually a positive impact to other people a like, positive to- motivating force within your life if you know you know <laughs> sorry <laughs> <Cut>. <laughs> Ali- yeah but actually try to help people or like yeah make some positive impact that's also kind of why I want to do like something related to medical because like that's actually bringing a positive impact to other people's life. Yeah. So I signed up for a hospice volunteer, and last uh, yesterday I went to the orientation, just kind of learn about like what hospice is and like what you should do and not do, but like what, like what we're trying to bring to these like on hosp on hospice um patients. Hospice is basically uh for those that don't know it's basically treatment for the terminally ill so no, like, it's not treatment not treatment it's it's, not treatment. it's like a it's a companionship companionship for the people that yeah. are that are gonna pass away they, the like they the know the real that they definition have, is like within if they got a diagnosis saying they're not gonna live longer no longer than six, six months, months. Yeah. yeah so it's like the last six months of their life and we're trying to make them make their life quality a little better yeah. i haven't done any but like after all the like administrative work is done like i'm gonna be able to visit the patient and you know just like maybe one Talk one hour every week, week. Oh, that's chill and then just go to their house or like you know like the facilities and then just sit with them listen to what they want to talk make them feel like they're still important still normal yeah yeah. Like they matters to someone, and I, like people love you. I think it's really powerful because uh, it's something that like we all have to deal with at the end of the day. We mm-hmm. haven't cured immortality yet. Um, yeah, we're not in the cyber realm yet, so you know it's just a process of life. Um, yeah, maybe like see more, and when you're actually facing it by yourself, you know how to process it better. Yeah, too. it's like oh, it's also a support to the family too, because when they're facing it by themselves, it's also. Kind of scary. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's very. 
It's a very unknown, you know, mm-hmm. the great unknown. So yeah, I don't know. I'll I'll try it out and see how it is, and maybe there will be some interesting stories to share in the future. I think from what I'm hearing, though, I feel like people think it assume it's gonna be depressing, but I feel like it's not depressing, mm. but more like recontextualizing mm. or like uh, mm. life affirming in like, a way. I told my cousin I'm gonna do this, and she's like a little worried that I'm gonna get depressed, overwhelmed because. These like, are these people are dying. They're like bringing like the. I think the problem is is people assume that they're gonna be sad, but like I think mm. most people maybe they're coming to terms with it too. Mm. So it's not like depressing. It's just more like something's changing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, based on what the social workers or like the the volunteer managers they're saying, it sounds it doesn't sound that intense. And if it's too intense for the volunteers, you can also just say no. Yeah. That you can just switch to do some like craft works or like administrative works or like just try to help this it's just entire... it's just volunteer work you just yeah. what you could do yeah yeah yeah, yeah. so I, I think there's a lot of ways to but make, i heard make, it's make impacts my uh the one of my friends who was just on the on the on the on the channel justin he was uh he worked in hospital before and he said it was one of the most fulfilling things that he's ever done mm-hmm. and i i could see why mm. it's definitely on my bucket list to see so yeah, let's see how it goes with you. Mm. And, and then they're also back. really accommodating to volunteers because yeah. they appreciate that you're doing this. Yeah, it's a service. Yeah, it's, a public, and so it's an like actual the, public service. They will service. actually assign you based on your flexibility, like the distance, mm. the time, yeah. whatever. It's like it's very accommodating. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's not yeah. like it's not like a job. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I asked them like, "Oh, I'm not a citizen. Do you need any more documents?" And then she's like, "Oh, no, no, no. That doesn't matter to us. We're not hiring you." Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay, nice. Don't need to deal with those shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. BS. Yeah. yeah. I, I don't know. It's definitely something I, I want to try once in my life. I think mm-hmm. everyone should do some kind of volunteer service in their life. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it's, it's I think it's a big proponent of Christianity mm-hmm. to give back to others if you're not fortunate. You know, less uh, fortunate money <laughs> my friend she was like oh i want to do something good too <laughs> she went to the beach like trying to clean it but oh, then, that's my um, club yeah but then she went to the one that's like too clean <laughs> there's nothing to clean <laughs> she was so she was useless she didn't know it's that clean she was surprised uh, but i guess that's a good thing not to complain yeah, that's like, yeah. then she's got a beach day yeah you know in high school me and bobby we were running a club called surf riders where mm-hmm. we go every saturday for like four hours just the beach and you just pick up some trash it's really chill it's a really good club. I wish more people joined. Freaking mm-hmm. Brea. But yeah, Lazy today bastards. when we were at the beach, it wasn't too dirty. They're not like a lot of trash. I feel oh, like. it's because Crystal Cove is like, uh, it depends on the beach. Um, it's because it's a national park. Next oh, to it. it's more maintained. And this, it's it's like, you go closer to LA, it's different. That's true. Yeah. That's true. But like even Huntington is pretty clean. Uh, like Orange County is pretty clean. It's LA. It's like the more north you get. It's true. But like, oh, it's usually not the beach that's dirty, but it's the ones where the river connects to the beach. That's where it gets mm. like disgusting. So, Mm-mm-mm-mm. yeah, we need to like set up like a netting solution or something to like catch, like let the fish and stuff pass, but like mm. to catch the trash before it goes out. Because yeah. it's like by like the canals that it gets pretty bad. Yeah. But anyways, there are a lot of volunteers opportunities. I look up like volunteer near me, and there are just a bunch of different like, oh, they're like food banks or like like shelter animal shelter or like oh animal shelter is like sick. uh something for for kids education too i forget but like there oh. are so many austin's doing that too he's yeah, like yeah, uh, yeah. i mean i don't know he's being he's probably being paid right yeah. he like does four hours every day oh. like playing with kids 
Oh. And I was like, dude, why don't you just tutor? You can make more but, money. Yeah, it's not there, about the money. There are so many opportunities to yeah. do good things. Yeah. There's the need, I guess. Yeah, yeah. So I guess I'm trying to see if I can do something outside of work to, to fulfill, feel fulfilled. Yeah, yeah. To like. I mean, because also, like, your job doesn't necessarily need to be fulfilling. It could just be, like, a means to end it. It's just something that's yeah, tolerable. Yeah, I know. I was thinking about that, too. I was so like, a lot oh, of people say. maybe I'm asking too much to have a job that actually make me feel fulfilling. Maybe, like, no one, feels n- not fulfilled. everyone feels that about their job. I think it's a Gen Z thing to be fulfilled from a job. You really? Know? Oh, for is. sure. Gen Z is a, I think it's fulfillment. Maybe it's a millennial because we're closer to millennial. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. Millennial is fulfillment, and then Gen Z is uh, work-life balance, I believe. Oh, uh, okay. So I guess we're like on the, you know, a little bit of both. Mm, My hours okay. are 9 to 6, which fucking suck. <laughs> yeah. Dude, 6 is like, because I have to go to sleep by 10. I have like one hour, I have dinner. Um, then I have like, what, 7? So I have like 3 hours, 2 hours to chill, and then I just go to sleep, and I'm like, it's the next day. Yeah, it uh, is. It's it depressing. Is. So I'm trying to... uh. Because my Korean, my company is really Korean. Um, I've been learning a lot of Korean, learning the positions and stuff. Um, I've been asking around, like, oh, it's the best way to learn Korean. I've been taking a business class, mm-hmm. like, like class for business terms. Because uh, one of the things I'm doing is I'm speaking very impolitely, which they mm-hmm. think is cute, but it's it's, it's very improper. Um, so yeah, like it's called pandamar, is like just rude talk, bad talk. I have to talk in chondamar, which is like good talk. So it's like, I just need to, you know, basically you just use more syllable. It's like, it's harder work to say it. It's like, 안녕하세요 versus mm. 안녕. Um, wow, I sound so American. <laughs> 안녕하세요. 안녕하세요, man. <laughs> like Brad Pitt in, uh, in Glorious Bastards. Yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, you know. Oh, so loud. What? No. <laughs> it's all of a sudden like, but. <laughs> oh. Sorry. Um, but one of the things that I think I came to realize is that uh, no one cares if you can't speak a language. Um, I, I used to be really embarrassed that I couldn't speak any Korean. Um, like, I spoke really badly. And then I went to Taiwan, and then I was just, you know, trolling. I mean, I mean if you look back on the channel, I, I drank... My first video on this channel was... Uh, I drank 100 boba videos, or 100 boba drinks in 10 days. And there was a portion of it, like, where I had to drink 30 or 20 by myself, and I had no assistance, so I had to write a sign and try to communicate with what little words you have and i think from that i realized that the most important thing about talking is being friendly determined and uh just you know just being kind mm-hmm. and you, you just gotta like like people are trying to be nice generally like they understand that speaking another language is hard because they don't know how to speak that language you know so they appreciate the fact that you even took the steps you're trying yeah that you're yeah. trying I mean, the problem is, is when you're like a, you look exactly like them and then they assume that you speak the language and then you pull out with a sign that says, can I have two drinks that you recommend? Junchang, like medium size, little sweet, little ice. And then like, you're like, what is this American? <laughs> what is this dude doing? Yeah. And they're like, well, I mean, it's fine. It's funny. Uh, it's funny. It's funny. It's, it's cute. Mm-hmm. It's all cute. I mean, I think English speakers, they don't feel it because everyone speaks the language, but if you go into another country, like for them, it's hard to speak English. So they, they appreciate that you took the steps to go mm. out. So what I've been doing to feel fulfilled too is uh, I've been teaching my coworkers Korean. Not Korean Korean, like a little bit of phrases, but like more how to read and write. Mm. 
because there's uh sixteen letters in the Korean alphabet. If you didn't know, so uh, yeah, Sejong, yeah. De- Sejong, King Sejong, he's the Sejong the Great. He's the goat of all goats. We also find out that uh, only, no, what? Uh, there's like twenty four letters in the English alphabet. So it's like two thirds. Twenty six. Twenty. Oh, there's twenty six. Who's okay. the English speaker here? <laughs> I'm sorry, Kobe. But uh, what were you saying? No, we also find out that the more language you speak, the more intelligent you are. Oh, for sure, for <laughs> sure, for sure. Like, I, I think it's not that like you're more intelligent, but it's your you creativity. More. You're able to remix and recontextualize thoughts because you think differently in a different language. Mm. So you're like, you think better in a way. You have more, more yeah, you're more yeah. thorough. Because yeah. like, what would apply in one situation, you could reapply into another mm. language. It's like also different cultures, I guess. Yeah, you just have yeah. a you have a broader worldview. Yeah. That's why you should travel is because you understand how big the world is sometimes. You oh know? yeah, that's another thing I learned from my job too. It's like, oh, even though we speak the same language, it doesn't mean we have the same value, like same ways that we're used to like talk yeah. or like communicate with people, collaborate, whatever. Like yeah. make friends. I mean like Eng- English is like commonly spoken in England and America, but the cultures are decently yeah, different yeah. and not that different but like, like i mean taiwanese and chinese is a it's miles apart i always thought it was the same shit because i'm an american and anything outside of america is aren't chinese or japanese but <laughs> but for asian people and then uh yeah. it turned out it turns out they're very different distinct people mm. taiwanese are just like uh they're pretty much americans honestly like not americans very westernized but chinese chinese people they're like they have a different the way they think is not Western at all. It's very, it's very. Uh, there unique. are some Westernized people, but not not all of them. I mean, like not also I, I not all Chinese people are like that international. Yeah. It's like I mean the ones I met. It's because they're here. No, it's because they have a democracy. It's because America is that's the, true, the, that's pr- true. prominent. Inf- I mean, look at Ch- North Korea and South Korea. This mm. they speak the same language, but the culture is miles apart. Different, you know. Mm. Yeah, but. I I also because of the job I also get like uh, exposed to like a lot of different like people from different areas of China and it's like why don't they call you guys South cool. China <laughs> if there's a North Korea and a South Korea there should be a North China and but a it, South cause, China because the location is not not actually like this like uh, North and South Korea oh like it wasn't split this. in half you know there was a point where South Korea was about to lose and then they were stuck on the the bottom mm-hmm. tip and then. General MacArthur, he came and did an evasive maneuver, and he mm. cut off the North Korean supplies at the halfway mark, and then, they, and then it, it became a stalemate at the fiftieth parallel, and then that's where the the border is drawn. But it's like if South Korea got stuck on that little and like in like the bottom Busan, like train mm. to Busan, it's like if they got stuck there, that's what happened in Taiwan. They had a retreat, and then Aww. they never made it back to the mainland. And that was that we was like that. our little island. Yeah, but it, you know it's. <laughs> just how it's just how the dice rolled out you know you know i talked to a person like she says she's like awake she's not like well she's woke yeah she's in she, she's from china and she's like oh we, we don't think we don't think that um we're better we don't think that you guys like flee after you lost we think like you left and then you left us here like you just like just ran away you did like, a tactical retreat <laughs> Yeah, no, 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 like, they don't think that we lost. They they think that, oh, we just leave and then we just do our thing. We just become a better country and just leave them there. <laughs> like, 
rotten. <laughs> he fucked us over. Yeah. I, that's a Western and, opinion. You yeah, know? she's like okay. She's from Shanghai, so it's like a more Shanghai for those that don't a little understand. a little more Westernized city. Yeah, a little more like open to the world. And she's like, yeah. Oh, Shanghai is more Western than uh Beijing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it's like more like uh port city, commercial focused. Versus uh, that's export, like government export like, import versus like a like a cap like capital, government yeah. yeah so like ah I didn't know that so the people there it, it was also the most international city before like oh. before they start changing the policy there's a lot of Taiwanese people living in Shanghai mm. uh, Shanghai friend. and Xiangang like Hong Kong are like the two cities that are more like open to the world I mean Hong Kong is uh, because of England yeah of course yeah. So if you think about it, a lot of the these Western Asian countries, it's just the, you know the, the Western countries meddling with our shit. It's <laughs> pretty much it. Yeah. You know, yeah, it's weird that like China like it split, and then South Korea, North Korea split, but like Vietnam, it didn't split. It became just, I mean, they, they it, won. It was split before. Yeah, then the Americans lost. <laughs> <laughs> we lost. Yeah, the commies won. Ah. Uh. But then, if you think about it, they had they won Japan in a way. You know, mm. Japan became very Westernized. So mm. it's like one became communist, one became Western, and they became like, yeah, it's weird that it, that's yeah. ideology. And I think, I mean, honestly, like, I think as a, I don't know, man, with, with these governments, like, there's no right or wrong. But I think governments need to be flexible. Uh, and with the upcoming election. Dude, I don't. I don't want either Joe Biden or Donald Trump to win. Those people are inept. <laughs> They're as not long for me. as they don't kick me out of this country. <laughs> oh, then you don't want Trump to win. <laughs> yeah, but like, I'm a, I'm a legal. I'm a legal like <laughs> alien. I just want someone like I could like you know. It's like you could decently respect. Like I respect mm. George Bush. Like it's like he's dumb, but he's fine. Like I respect Obama. I respect Clinton. I mean, they all have mistakes, but like. Dang, what what is going on? We're watching no the perfect. Yeah, we're watching the Bachelorette now. It's like a drama. <laughs> it's like a WWE now. Did you ever see that clip with Donald Trump like shaving the? <laughs> it's oh, they both got sexual allegations too. Did you hear about that? Uh, Trump got that eighty million dollar thing. Joe Biden got another like. Did you hear like he got a he had a mistake where he was like he like exposed like classified documents. Oh, and then no. I mean it wasn't a big deal. But, I mean these are all these happens oh. all the time during. Oh yeah, yeah. But then, like, what happened was like the White House released a statement where they're like, "Oh, bro, Joe Biden is too senile to be able to like understand that he made a mistake," and they're basically just calling him too old to understand like what he's doing. And I'm like, dude. Yeah. I mean, like, these are the materials that they're trying to attack the oh. party, right? So, I mean, we live in California, um, so I think the most important thing for me as a underrepresented voting demographic is to. Uh, Vote for policies. So I'm trying to get more Asian Zoomers to, you know, vote. Not for a president, because honestly, whatever. Um, <laughs> but to vote for like, like the decisions that impact like your local state. Like, oh, are we going to use plastic or not? Are we going to begin recycling? You know, these things can add up over time. So, yeah, like just you know, there's a reason why we're underrepresented is because we don't vote, so nothing goes our way. So you know. Mm. Use your right as a citizen. That's another thing. Because like Taiwanese people are so dedicated to. I think it's like, the entire. It, it's the culture because as immigrants when we come here they didn't like it's like you know they're not accepted and then they don't really educate you on the benefits of like voting 
It's just like forced. The country's and you, too big. Yeah, the country's too big. No. And then it's hard to realize that it's going to affect you. Yeah, no, but, but I'm, I'm just like, trying to share. Like, yeah. we just had our president um, elected, decided, yeah. uh, election. And it was close, right? It's kind of close. Oh. Yeah, like before the election, like no one knows who's going to win. Like, yeah. it's really like even like there are different voices but everyone like even young people our age or like even younger are like everyone's fo- not everyone but like a lot of people are following a lot of people it's are very voting. active like influencers um youtubers are trying to push push everyone to vote yeah. to participate in it and people do do it so yeah so i think uh i think what i want to see in the future with these asian influencers is like like a push for you guys to vote mm. and it's dude it's not the presidency that matters to me it's the it's policies it's like you know mm. there was supposed to be a metro line here in 2004 yeah, i'm sorry I'm, I'm about to spiel a little but uh she's heard this a million times but this was a metro line and because of nimbies or not in my backyards they want their property value to go up we lost the potential source of public transportation, you know, uh, to the airports, to the mall. And it's it's really unfortunate. Um, and I think that it's one of the things I'm really disappointed in America right now is the lack of public transportation options. Like if you go to Japan, you ride that metro, the Shinkansen, you ride that bullet train. Bro, you're just chilling. You're chilling from here to San Francisco in two hours, man. And then you take the metro, you get off, like you don't ever need to touch a car. And then when you explore, it's like everything's walking distance. I think it's just like that image to me, it uh, sounds nice. And I think that's also a good solution to a lot of uh, America's problems is we're too based on cars. So we get, you know, our tight hip flexors, we sit too much, our backs are messed up. It's like resuming all the time. Oh, really? Refocusing. <laughs> Sorry. And... uh yeah, like I think a uh, walking-based society is it's is healthy and also good for the environment. Like every time there's like a car and it doesn't efficiently like break, like that's like inefficiencies adding up and that's what causes traffic jams. So like logically, like okay, you could still own a car. But like if there was a metro, there would be less traffic cuz then you could dedicate more lines to it. So I think Republicans and Democrats should both agree that like public transport should be our main system. Like China's doing it and they're rocking it. Um, they have the most railways in America in the world, so we should like, you know, take a leaf from their book. You know, I don't know. It would be nice to just get around. Anyone whoever is interested in train and bullet train public transportation, please leave your comment. Talk to this guy, so he has someone that shared the same passion. He can talk to. Yeah. Um, Brightline. Uh, I don't know about California. High speed rail. Look at that thing. Is, um, yeah. Brightline. If anyone's reading from Brightline. Uh, I'd love to work for you guys. Um, I'll be an intern. I'll make good coffee. <laughs> uh, yeah. Just. They're making. Uh, they're making a route from Las Vegas to Rancho Cucamonga. Which is like Inland Empire near LA. So that's supposed to take two and a half hours. Instead of four hour drive. So. Yeah, we'll see how that goes. <sighs> and I think uh, we're just that, hmm? yeah meet some like some people that just read Elon Musk's bio. Oh yeah, <laughs> I had a lot of impression. Um, I've been reading the Elon Musk biography. Basically, over sixty percent of the book is just him firing and being an asshole to people. 
And then, like, it's starting to justify, like, oh, it's like his childhood trauma, that kind of thing. But he's a very interesting character. Mm. He's very strong. Um, Kermit. He's a little autistic. He's charismatic in a, like, he has such an ideal and he's so fixated by, like, his autistic grandeur. Like, he, he really genuinely wants to help humanity, but he doesn't, like, sugarcoat it. It's like, mm. it's like, I don't care what you think because there's a bigger goal at hand. And in some ways, like, it's very fulfilling, but a lot of the, the time and time again, these top engineers, they do it for a little bit and then they realize they can't like, keep up. And then it's like they have to go or they get fired. And it's just like, dude, there's one chapter where it's just like for one position, he fired like eight people in a row and it like was giving a biography. And it's like, oh, yeah, like you didn't do this, you're fired. You didn't do this, you're fired. But like, yeah, that guy has a vision and he committed. He's, he's, he's the riskiest, ballsiest man that I've ever read. Um, and then you start like putting that into your head. And- oh, I'm very impressionable for sure. So, yeah, my project El Loco coming in 2040 <laughs> <laughs> that's that's one reason why i'm really thankful for my job is because i'm really understanding like how manufacturing works i mean mm. one of the things he stated was uh combine the crucial thing he stated was you need to con- you need to combine the cnc or like the like like the machine manufacturing team with oh. the design engineering team so that if there's any mistakes that the like the designers can hear like oh like what the heck like why are you like messing this up like they can hear direct feedback because the way my company works is like they're very separated and there's only like one way of command like it's only through leaders but if like it's like hey man like you you can't be doing it like this like you should do it like this and then it's like oh i didn't know that like you get some tactile feedback like in a video game but like there's no like feedback other than like oh you messed up but like it's like 30 like a day later you don't know that you messed up until like Mm. it's too late and like a machine is broken so yeah that's like he's a very good he's very good at manufacturing like he's like the modern day henry henry ford yeah he's, you, just, he's, you read it and then you see it see yeah, the real and i'm recontextualizing and i'm like oh like this is how a company can be run yeah i mean i'm not saying i can run a company but it's it's like you learn from little like different things yeah, with different experience and, and i've worked many jobs maybe not long but i've worked many different jobs and I, I realized I picked up a little part of each and realized what you could, you could learn from everybody, you know, mm-hmm. in every experience. And then you mm-hmm. could combine it in order to make your own, your own niche, your own, mm-hmm. your own thing. And then I think, um, I mean, I mean, my life, I think my life purpose now is I want to make trains. Uh, I'll do anything to do that. It's like escalate to a life purpose level now. But I think the thing is, is I always liked trains ever since I was a kid. I was a big fan of, I don't know if you guys know this, but Thomas the Tank Engine. That was my favorite, favorite toy as a little kid. There, I was in, it was in the mall and my mom, I'm like four, three, I couldn't talk. And every time we passed by the store, I had to get a toy because I was a spoiled little... <laughs> I talk like this. Like a monkey. <laughs> Not like that, like... Yeah, yeah, I couldn't talk, but I, like, I, could, I could cognate... I, I'm not good at languages. <laughs> Tell this from the beginning. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if you couldn't tell, I'm not good at talking. Oh, yeah. I really had to like. I have to study how to communicate. Mm. If you look on the thing over there, I'm writing down like, oh, when you talk to people, you need to say like, you have to listen. You need to. I read a book called Dale Carnegie: How to Win Friends and Influence People. That book was life changing to me, 
And it's just basic advice on like, oh, you should not talk over people. You should let them listen. You should say their name a lot. And it's a work in progress, right? Oh, it's a work in progress. But oh, highly, highly recommend reading that book if you are a weirdo who only like is on the internet. It, it really, you understand like, oh, th- like these are how, like how social people are social. Like it's not that they're good talkers. It's that they're good listeners. You, you got to flip it on the script. And if they, you let people talk about what they want. They read the air. Yeah, they read the air. Oh. And, uh, and they think that you're a good talker because they talk about what they want. So you just listen, even if you don't care. And uh, yeah, that's how you, you get them to like you. But uh, I've been kind of manic. So uh, everyone been listening to me talk, a company. <laughs> yeah, uh, work, it, work in progress. Important thing. Um, what I learned at my company is uh, you got to say hi. It's low commitment. So it's like, but you can get your name, uh, get, greet them, you know, just got to reach out first and then people will usually be accommodating. Uh, try to remember their names. I mean, I've been writing everybody's names. <laughs> I have like 80 names in a book right now, mm. like in which team oh, they are. For me, another thing I like gained the ability from work is because I, I had to like recognize, I have to remember people's face oh, with yeah. their like features, like not all like oh this person is from this city they come here when are they gonna oh yeah like like all those i have to have those information pull up when i see their face yeah i need to remember if i bother them before or not yeah it's like you have to remember (laughs) yeah that's like trainable yeah no it's it's a skill for sure it's a social skill and uh it's like memorization but social memorization it's it's that's like the thing with business is like you can't learn it until you do it but it's like you it's it's just the ability to communicate with people mm. is what business is. Mm. Like, able to, like you need to be uh, the most uh, palatable. Like, uh, not, what's the word? Like, like you can't play hard metal when you meet people. You can't mm. just go pure yourself. You have to go with something that everyone can like. You have to surround yourself out that mm. like most people can like find like acceptable. Mm. You know, like like tolerable mm. in order to get along with the most people. And then you mm. gotta find like. Oh, based on like how you look, what you like, like what fits the mold for most situations. Yeah. But the most important thing is you gotta be friendly, talk about what they want. It's, it's so much to being a a talkative, like like you know, a, a a social person. And you know, to be honest, I'm an introvert at heart. I really am. Like I, <laughs> I'm so tired. But I need to talk too. It's like an like. I'm outgoing, so I do need to talk. But afterwards, my batteries are drained. But it's it's like exercise. I need it. You know, mm. and if you don't have it, then you start to, you know, you stay in your head a little, you go a little funky monkey and then, uh, yeah, you get a little, you get a little depressed and then it, it spirals from there. <laughs> uh, but yeah, there, there are a lot of things like they say soft skills, soft skills is that you don't, you won't write them on your resume, not all of them, but then you do gain them during your yeah. Just like saying hi to your coworkers, this kind of little things. Yeah, it's like through your daily life at office or at work. No matter like how good your hard skills are, if you don't have any soft skills, that's that's the worst. You need. Mm-hmm. I think I would. I mean, in the book, Elon actually says like you you can always train a person, but you can never train their attitude. Yeah. So like, I mean, it's Mr. Beast too, actually, with his mm-hmm. employees or his workers, is like he can't have people who are like coming from TV because they think in a certain way, and he's like, no. Like, this is something we need to just do and you mm. need to figure out ways to creatively do it 
And if you don't think you can do it, then it's like that you can't do it. And then mm-hmm. that's like, but you need to do it. Well, this kind of circles back. I don't know if we mentioned this in podcast, but we're all, always trying to say we should be flexible. Oh, yeah. It's like and oh, uncomfortable you, pushing yourself. Yeah, it should be a clay and you can shape yourself into any shape that fits. You want to be a multi-tool. Yeah. yeah. The flexibility is important. That's mm-hmm. what soft skills do is they mold yourself into the key that the company wants. Mm-hmm. Like... Or like no one just, wants to be raw dogged by you. You gotta mm-hmm. like lube them up. You gotta wine and dine them. You know. Yeah, just like be different, different. Like you do well in different roles. Yeah. Like, oh, you be a good son with their parents. You be a good employee, employer, employee. Yeah, employee with your employer, and then you be a good boyfriend, girlfriend with their significant others. It's like, mm, I mean, you gotta do. I and mean, there's so many things you gotta do too. It, it's it, life is about routine. Mm. Um. There are things that just make sense that you have to like enforce. Like you need a routine sleeping schedule. Oh, I mean, this is a video that that's for later. But you need like exercise, eat well, sleep well. Um, maintenance. <laughs> not what we were talking about. <laughs> no, but I'm saying it, it, like the communication doesn't come out well if you're not taking care of the fundamentals. Oh. It's like a Maslow's hierarchy okay. of needs. There's no way you're gonna be okay. a happy, sociable person if you don't treat the the triangle imagination <laughs> no. um, you don't treat the most important things first you know and i think like during covid oh, okay. i know what you're trying to say yeah yeah you're saying like oh if you feel like you're struggling with making good relationship with people around you like you need, having the soft skill of communication maybe you didn't take good care of yourself you need to think higher level you should do those yeah. things first yeah you need to think of like why why aren't i treating people well and you have to really and that's a, that's a, that's hard. It's a hard question you need to ask yourself. Mm. Like, I mean, that's why you could. I mean, for me, my answer that started me down the path was uh, exercising. Uh, I was very very skinny in college and high school, and I think that like definitely affected the outlook I had on life. But I think like exercising and the routine of exercising, it, it's a cornerstone habit that spirals into all the little it trickles it's a trickle down habit that like <laughs> that trickles down into all the other aspects of your life you know um i mean it used to be like red pill shit but like honestly now i, I think of it it's white pill it's it's not it's a very self-improvement pill you know mm-hmm. um and if you're feeling like you have like some kind of progress in your life then you'll be able to be like happier you know but it's it's little steps too it's not even like Oh, I gotta start running ten miles a day. Like you gotta build up to <laughs> Justin. <laughs> you gotta start small. It's like, oh, just do two push ups, you know, just you know, two push ups a day. And if you add one push up a day, that's thirty that's thirty push you do more push up than me <laughs> in a month, you know? It builds. And it it's just you gotta do the habit over and over and over again. And then you gotta push yourself talking to people. You gotta always you don't want to make big jumps. I think I learned this from PewDiePie, but it's like you want to be consistent. And even if you're not consistent, like it's okay that you're not doing it because it's like it's still better than what you were a month ago, you know? And you can't like, you can't just say it. You have to really forgive yourself for like, I think a lot of people, they're hard on themselves for no reason. And there's no reason to be hard on yourself. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, you got to change the way you think. I don't know. And I think the best way to change the way you think is to change yourself environmentally. You know, force yourself into 
a comfortable situation that makes you adapt and becomes like a you know like a callus i don't know <laughs> you gotta get hard but not hard like i'll say no i would say hard like you want to be flexible yeah you gotta we fit. come back to our flexible topic yeah, also i'm like i'm a little like did you realize that <laughs> oh yeah dude but the conversations are like past and sometimes the tree yeah. reconnects to the loop it loops back okay so let's like do a little summary we're like try to find things to learn from job not only the hard skills but also soft skills try to talk to more people learn from different people try to be flexible but also try to build up yourself with a good habit and good environment think about what you really to- want in your life too like you really need to think about what you love think about when you're younger or like what you want the most because i was always like yeah, I'm not a good talker. <laughs> See, it's a work in progress. But yeah, yeah, think, always think is a good point. Like, always be thinking. Like, think about what you want and try to set, like, steps, little steps to, like, reach the goal. And, mm. uh, I don't know, yeah, keep thinking about why you're doing this yeah. and what you want to do. Yeah. Yeah. You know? I think keep maybe thinking. these things, these uh, steps, or, like, doing these will make us feel better better how better like looking for a job or like doing something outside of job like do the choose the right things for ourselves so you won't feel like confused or like lost yeah um i mean this brings me back um to like the cornerstone habits that i had i i completely forgot about this but um i i I feel like the guy in memento where i don't have good memory memory loss so what I would do is I would write. Oh, are you upset? No. <laughs> but I would write. I would, <laughs> she's tired of this. I'm a. I'm a. I repeat myself a lot. If you can't tell, I'm a broken record. But I wrote down like these rules that I have to have for myself, and I, I haven't looked back on this actually in like a year now. But it's surprising how much these like concepts have really endured with me. And I'll, I'll give you a look right now, or I'll pull it up on the screen. Um, here. But is this can you see this? <laughs> but uh I'll, I'll pull it up whatever. But like you know the most important thing is you want can I read it out loud? Okay, okay. Here's my seven rules of life. And then the top quote is <laughs> time is like cleavage. If you squeeze it, you will have it. <laughs> so you should plan your day. <laughs> um you got and you gotta find your system. Um uh, number one, you gotta eat, eat well. Um, eat healthy. Find what works for your body. For me, I realize carbs are good for my body. I'm Asian. Who, who would have who would have guessed? Rice is good for me. Uh, two, sleep well. Um, you need your sleep. You need your eight hours. Whatever what works for you. Three, go out in nature, relax. Four, study. Five, exercise. Six, socialize. And seven is meditate. And I think I've really been. Wow, I've really been. Maybe not the nature. I guess today was the nature day. But like, I've really been like going at it in every single aspect without like i haven't looked at this picture in so long my, i set up my wallpaper to brainwash myself and then i wrote trust the process and then my little goals were like a little lift five days a week i'll study chinese for two hours meditate 15 minutes daily study coding for an hour a day so yeah slowly but surely I don't, i'm not doing it this hard right here but slowly but surely i've been like focusing on these cornerstone habits and mm-hmm. i think it made my life a lot better yeah and gradually it'll just become you get used to it. 
yeah it's just it, you don't have to do this much to maintain it anymore it just become natural it's like oh it's just who you I, are. yeah i had the habit of like eating well i know like oh i should eat veggie like i that's already my habit so i don't mm. need to like yeah. write it down say like oh how much veggie i need to eat it's like that it's like yeah. oh i need to drink this much water every day those things will gradually just become my habit oh yeah drinking like waters good, good. up there too yeah, yeah. It, it builds up like if you're eating mcdonald's maybe don't get the the big mac maybe get like a mcchicken you know it's like a little little steps yeah, i you drink know? one of those every day it's like yeah. four liters yeah and i pee every 30 minutes at work 128 uh, ounces yeah you gotta stay hydrated before I didn't even drink enough water. Oh my god, I was drinking like one water bottle a day. Yeah. I don't know how I was surviving. Mm. It's actually insane. I, I I'm dying. Mm. You're dying if you're. You need to drink water, a lot. And I think the trick to drinking water is do something that makes you thirsty. For me, it was lifting. That that cornerstone habit. And then you're at the gym. You just drink water a lot because you're like mm. always thirsty. So then it, it's like, oh, I'm lifting. Like why am I lifting so much heavy weights? I should drink more water. And then it's like, oh, I should eat the right nutrition. I should have the right sleep. That, that you fix four of your habits with one like cornerstone habit of like going to the gym that's that's how i think you know yep yep but uh <laughs> are you I, done what can i say i'm a i'm an idealist i'm i'm white pilled <laughs> once right. you once you go white wait white is right <laughs> <laughs> use the wrong wrong quote yeah. <laughs> yeah once once you go black you never go back yeah we're the talking wrong about one. coffee yeah uh, <laughs> i love idioms yeah all uh, right today's word for the day is uh we won't do chinese we'll do uh spanish because i learned a funny word as uh mamalona mamalona that's wrong mamalona mamalona no, stop saying it asian gotta say like a like a mexican mamalona mamalona <laughs> whatever <laughs> it's good enough but basically it means um <laughs> it means like you're sick your ride it's like oh you have a sick whip like oh you come out with your your whip it's very slangy way of mentioning like your car or your truck it's like oh nice mamalona <laughs> like hey i see you i say <laughs> and it's like if you know you know so uh yeah, if you have a, you know, Spanish-speaking friend, say mamalona to them. You have a nice mamalona, they'll they'll love it. <laughs> what? I'm just, what? Be for real. It's, it's like it's it's very slangy. They, they think it's funny. Okay. <laughs> say yeah. say it. Say it in a sentence. Nice mamalona. Say something I didn't say. Huh? Say something. Say it in Spanish. Can you say? I it? don't speak Spanish. Try something. Well, how much Spanish do you know? Just say. Hey, just rent it. This is your segment now. No hablo español. No hablo. No hablo. No habla español. Español. I don't speak Spanish. Teach me. Well, you know one more. The friend. Compa? Yeah. Oh, that's a good word to know too is compa. It's like slangier. Like, oh, you're my... uh, What's a slangy word of saying friend? What in what language? In English. Homie? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're my homie. Compa's homie. That's a perfect way of saying it. So compa, homie. A compa, nice hot mamalona. <laughs> they love it. <laughs> and that's like a thing that like, you could just say that and like, it's so low commitment, but they, like, it's funny that you know those words, you know? Like, right? I don't know. Like, I, I learned languages in a stupid way, but it's fun. Oh, very meme but. <laughs> he was trying to force our new Vietnamese friend to teach him how to say nice boobs. <laughs> <laughs> I like boobs. 
I should not say that. It's like tu 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 voi tu voi ne Yeah, tu voi is uh I like. I forget the boobs. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I'm sorry, Dad. <laughs> and I think with that, uh, as we're signing off for episode four. Mm-hmm. See you guys listening. next week. Bye. Bye bye.